0: last time on why can't we be wizards i
1: feel good i feel really good strong
0: fast i leap onto the wall i leap onto the ceiling i leap onto the floor you're you're an artist right i am don't you want to make your mark on the world
2: definitely i'm just thinking what the message should be
0: i
3: don't know if we need to do the spray paint <laughs> thing necessarily
4: allison's like playing with a can in her hand
5: I still want to really play with the spray paint. <laughs> Allison, you might, not want to, yes. you might not want
4: to
3: point that at your face.
4: Good to party, but Allison kind of says that and winces because she doesn't really want to go to a nightclub. Skylar yawns really big.
5: <laughs> yeah.
4: Are well, they f- also oh.
0: half-wolf like we are? Allison. Yes, they're half-wolf just like you. Do they go to Hogwarts? This is, uh, this is Teresa and Lydia.
2: Skylar just immediately starts
0: dancing.
3: Yeah, Leo is nodding his head and tapping his foot.
0: We pan up. To see the night sky dotted with fireworks, and uh, eventually we slowly just fade out. Vandals in Diagon Alley, and a bunch of pictures of the art. We did it. You guys did. You guys, look, we made headlines. As you head back to school after the holidays, things are starting to get more and more hectic for all of you. As third years, homework is just getting more complicated and challenging. It's really piling up, uh, especially with Professor Fontaine, uh, who has been putting pressure on all of you to do well in her exam. Over 50% of my students historically fail my final examination in the first year. If you're not practicing your translation tables daily, you will not be in the half of the group that moves on. She reminded you one day in late January as you left her classroom. In the wizarding world at large, things are getting equally stressful. Despite your valiant efforts at social disobedience making headlines, uh, the public's opinion of Derry Firelighter hasn't changed much. He's still polling really well. Uh, In fact, currently, the doomsday clock is at minus three. So here's how this is going to work. Two sessions from now. So you'll have uh, this session... And two more after that. At the end of that episode, I am going to roll 2d6 and add the modifier from the Doomsday Clock. If it is above a six, Hermione Granger stays as Minister of Magic. If, however, uh, if I roll six or below, uh, Derry Farlighter will be the new Minister of Magic with Freya's dad, Ganon, as his deputy. So that's that's how this is going to work. You huh. guys will have three opportunities, once per episode, to do something to alter that minus three modifier. uh, And I'm going to leave it all to you guys as to exactly what that is. Interesting.
1: Great. That can end poorly. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, it can. It's like half the time. (laughs) So you're leaving the doomsday of
3: a political outcome.
4: In the hands of children. The
3: roll of a dice and in the hands of children. (laughs) Excellent.
1: Especially Leo. Come on.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't going to say it.
1: But you were thinking it, weren't you?
3: I'm glad someone did, yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, so let's all immediately start campaigning, I guess, right? That's the appropriate oh course of action.
3: I have a feeling it's a little more abstract than that, right? Like, Kevin, you're, like the the impact on the Doomsday Clock isn't necessarily directly us campaigning for a candidate, right? Like, it's decisions we make in the world that have ripple
0: effects. I am saying that y'all have opportunities to set up whatever it is that you think will be helpful, and then me, the person running the game, gets to decide if that was good enough. So, good luck. Guys, we're screwed. (laughs) Yeah, I think we are.
1: I mean, I don't have a game plan for this yet, but give me a week. Maybe I will.
2: So, Freya, can you remind me our last conversation? We were talking about going to Janie and giving her some stuff for her articles.
5: Yeah, I mean, maybe if she publishes something with, like, a quote from each one of us, saying we don't agree with their campaign you know maybe that might change people's minds mm-hmm.
4: that's what i was thinking. i mean i'm just a nobody but you're you know that's your dad running right like that's not family if family doesn't agree
5: right and like the fact that their campaign is is based off families i i think it could have some impact
4: i agree yeah
2: well i sent Janie an owl during break so hopefully she'll get back to me soon
4: do we
5: think it's worth sending a second one? Maybe we could even just send her our quotes. Yeah. So, okay, Freya, like, are, where are they? Are they in their room, I'm assuming? Uh,
2: Well, yeah, if we are, I mean, we, if we're in our room, we should go downstairs uh, for breakfast and see if I got any mail, because maybe she responded.
5: Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I'm just going to bring a pen and paper, and if she doesn't reply, we can um, we can figure out what exactly we're going to say to her. Sounds good. Yes, yeah, so I guess we're going down to breakfast then. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, you're you make your way out of the Ravenclaw common room and head downstairs for breakfast. It's pretty early, so the the Great Hall is mostly empty as you enter uh, and take your seats at the Ravenclaw table.
2: Is Felicity here?
0: Oh yeah, totally. She's uh, sitting at the Slytherin table. Is she sitting
2: yeah. alone? Yeah. I wave her over. Come here, sit with Hello. us.
5: <laughs> Freya like looks down and like covers her head and Come pretends on. that she's not there. It's been
2: months. It's been months. We've been in book club. It's fine. She's been fun. reading the books, you know.
5: hmm
2: Yeah, uh, sure.
0: I, I I am consistently impressed, Charlotte, at your ability to summon creatures in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Contra. uh Felicity sees you. And immediately jumps out of her seat and makes her way over to the Ravenclaw table and sits down next to you. Hello! Uh are you ready for this afternoon's meeting? Yes. Are you? I I am. I've actually read the I've read the novel today.
2: Excellent. What a I have a lot to say, but I don't want to say it all now. We gotta save it for our meeting.
0: Right. Uh, oh, okay, so then what's up?
2: Oh, I just was wondering if you want to have breakfast with us.
0: Oh, that sounds lovely.
2: Yay! Freya and I are on a top secret mission. How does tell me? How does um your provincial city? How does it feel about mi- the Minister of Magic?
0: Like the the Wizard Government of Britain's Minister of Magic? Hmm. Again, we're a constitutional monarchy, so we have a whole separate government.
2: Right. You have like a King, right?
0: My father. Yes.
2: Yeah. Are Are you into politics at all over here? Have you been paying attention?
0: Well, I am well-versed in politics, as I am one day going to become the queen of Frankenstein. Ah,
2: that's going to be so cool. Are you excited for that?
0: For my mother's (laughs) death? No, not particularly. No,
2: no, no, just to become queen.
0: Those are the same thing to me.
2: Oh, that must be really sad then. I didn't think about it. No, it's
0: okay. I'll probably be old, hopefully.
2: Yeah, but that's not something you want to think about.
5: You know, Skylar, this isn't really a secret mission if you tell everyone.
2: Yeah, it's not really a secret. (laughs) <laughs> well, so
0: what's the mission? So
2: Freya's dad and my birth father are running for minister of magic here. And they want to just reverse everything Granger's done. So we're going to try to talk to you the news reporter and tell them our feelings about it and how great it is to have a school that's filled with different people you know, just try to change everyone's minds.
0: Uh, yes, you're you're talking about the egregious racism throughout the country that my country would never stand for.
2: Yeah. You know, maybe I'll come move with you. I'd like that.
0: Really? Are you obscenely wealthy? No. Oh, well, then you probably can't own land in my ah, country.
2: dang. Yeah, I like never knowing where my money is. I usually give my money to Allison. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Actually, I think j- exactly as you say that, Allison and Caleb and Leo all walk down and see all
4: I I wave to them. Sit with us.
0: Oh. Hey, guys.
2: Hey.
4: Allison sits nearest the bacon. Good morning.
3: (laughs) Not if Leo doesn't first.
4: (laughs) We're, like, elbowing each other and trying to, like, fight for the seat that's, like, right in front of the bacon plate.
3: (laughs) Do we roll for that? Oh, yeah. No, do it. (laughs) Yeah, I think you probably should. Who gets the bacon? This is important.
0: Roll struggle. Oh, my God. That's a five minus two.
3: I got an eight, so looks like Leo's got the bacon.
0: Yeah, no, Leo has boxed you out and has all the bacon. What do you do with the bacon?
3: I eat it. You eat all the bacon. This <laughs> no, is a massive no. <laughs> plate of bacon.
5: You're not going to give Allison any?
3: No, Leo just hands Allison a giant plate of bacon, which is way more than any one person needs anyway, and then makes himself
0: a plate twice that size. <laughs> you know it's great? Y'all have all of Hogwarts to go explore. And you're like, let's go eat some bacon every episode. Let's just eat bacon. Magic exists, and I'm going to use it to eat bacon at Hogwarts. Yes, exactly. That's
3: why there's so much bacon. Is
1: that not the point of this game?
2: Okay, now, I know that most of... The Best Friend, Booketeers Book Club, and Felicity Fransopoulos, fifth of her name, Princess of Frankenstein, bottom lover of Butterfly, breakers, just rolls her eyes. I know that we're almost all here, but we can't talk about our book, Nico from Puerto Rico and the Missing Chew Toy by Moody Brown. Until tonight, save your comments till later.
3: I imagine that Skylar has that full name written out on the back of their hand so they don't forget, but that hand has to be like <laughs> magically made really big. Yes. To fit it. It
5: is. <laughs>
3: I
0: actually like to imagine that as you're thinking, like you saw that happen last time and you've written the same thing, but like when you look at your hand, it's just, you know, like it's all rubbed off and like <laughs> yeah. you can't write it. <laughs> right. Uh, as you're having this conversation, owls streak into the great hall and uh, a big brown barn owl drops a letter in front of you, Skylar. Yes,
2: I rip it open as fast as I can. Wait, does it have like a return address? Who's it from?
0: Uh, yeah, no, it it is. Uh, it is from Janie.
2: Janie. Perfect. I rip it open.
0: Dear Skylar, I hope things are going well at school. Things are looking a little weird here. I got your message. Do you have some time to meet?
2: Okay, I'm going to flip it over. Uh, does anyone have a quill on them? Who brought a quill? Oh, I did. Perfect. I'm going to take that quill and write yes. <laughs> and <sighs> let me think. When's the next time we're going to Or We're in school for the next couple days. Yeah, it's, it's going to be too late. We get to go on the weekends,
4: right?
0: You don't get to go every weekend.
4: Does that mean we have to sneak out of school for this?
0: This afternoon, all of you meet up for another rousing best Friend Booketeers book club. As you enter, there's actually a congregation of people. It seems that your book club has suddenly exploded in popularity.
2: Yes, that's what we wanted. In
0: addition to everybody who has been meeting regularly for the past few months, several of the Hogwarts students that you met at the New Year's Eve party have joined your book club, including Jonas and several of his friends. Sweet. And a few of the people you met at the second party in Origin Alley, uh, including Teresa, who Caleb knows to, actually all of you know, to be a werewolf.
2: Yeah. Is Teddy there? Yeah. And so there's a,
0: uh, no, Teddy is not um, there. Teddy's too cool for that's school. Okay. Uh, yeah. This whole group is congregated in the room as you all enter.
2: Awesome. Everyone grab chairs, grab chairs. I'm so happy to see everyone. And welcome all new members. Hooray!
0: Yeah, the crowd the crowd is all clapping. They're all very excited.
2: So, okay. First off, raise your hand if you are able to finish the book, Nico from Puerto Rico and the Missing Chew Toy by Moody Brown.
3: I think I'm honestly going to roll to see if Leo read the book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going I'm to
3: roll I read about that to see if Leo okay. read the book. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I got a five plus one. <laughs> Some of he it, was, <laughs>
0: you didn't read the book.
3: Read did it. you read none of the book? I was hoping for a mixed success because I wanted to know what that meant.
4: <laughs> you read like the first chapter. What if you read like the comic book version or the, like the graphic oh, novel? Oh, yeah, the version? graphic no, novel. Like,
5: or I read no, the he w- he no, I,
3: watch
4: the I watched the film adaptation. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a six though. He didn't read it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you raise your hand? No, okay,
1: Taylor <laughs> did read it, of course. Excellent,
2: yeah, Excellent. Allison read it. All right, excellent.
0: Yeah, almost the entire room races there.
2: And uh today Hunter brought uh his famous pumpkin muffins. If uh help yourself to them. They're right here and Skylar points to a table filled with like 50 pumpkin muffins.
0: And then we cut to to Hunter who's just sitting on the edge of his seat like bouncing up and down with his smile just so wide. Oh. Yeah, my my aunt told me the secret ingredient to her muffin recipe, and I've been using it ever since. It's it's nutmeg. Oh,
2: of course. Skylar takes a pumpkin muffin and bites into it.
0: Roll to see if it's good. Okay. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what if it's oh, bad? Man. What is that roll? I don't. I don't know. That's a good is question. That, what is that struggle? Is that? tough it out. I think it's investigate. I think it's investigate. <laughs> you investigate it with your tongue.
3: Yeah.
2: I rolled a six plus four, and I have plus one relationship with Hunter, which gives me a 11.
0: It is delightful. This muffin tickles the tip of your tongue.
2: I scream with my mouth open in delight. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah Hunter's audio. smile somehow mm. grows wide, almost unnaturally so. He doesn't say anything because he's just mm. too excited.
4: <laughs> Nutmeg! <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Allison's gonna calmly swipe a muffin off the table and just be eating it without so much fanfare
3: yeah I mean Leah's gonna take a muffin and eat it as well it's very good
0: as all of you start eating delicious muffins uh, everyone sits down and the discussion of the book begins mm-hmm. Felicity stands up on her chair because that's the only way anyone's gonna see her mm-hmm. in this crowd mm-hmm, Yeah, and she says well you know I thought it was good. I liked the dog in the story. Here, here. He was very fluffy, and fluffy dogs are cute. Also, I liked the metaphors about income inequality. That's it. And then she sits back down.
5: <laughs> well said, well said.
3: Man, I should have read this book. <laughs> Sounds great.
5: Yeah, the dog was really cute in it. I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, Nico was adorable.
4: Adorkable.
0: Um, yeah, and so the book club goes more or less off without a hitch. The group of people in this room could not be more excited to be in and around, weirdly, Skylar's presence. Uh, it seems like every time the uh, it came around for Skylar to have something to say, everybody stopped and listened. And as you wrapped up the book club it looks like a whole bunch of people are hanging back afterwards and are all starting to crowd around you, Skylar. And uh, Jonas, who seems to kind of be the ringleader of this group of people that all came, comes right up to you and says, hey, uh, how's how's it going?
2: I'm starting to think you're not here for the books.
0: (laughs) No, I love Nico from Puerto Rico and the missing chew toy. It's one of my favorites. It was really... It was a page turner. I wanna page roll turner.
2: for that and see if
0: Oh, you wanna read between the lines? Yes. Okay.
2: I fail. I got a three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he loves that you book. You are convinced that he really thought this book was delightful.
2: Oh, okay,
5: great. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, we're gonna um we're definitely all gonna join your book club. Uh we had a great time today. So uh anyway. What's up? How are you feeling after everything that happened?
2: Okay. I mean, in what way?
0: Oh, I I mean, it was a lot. I know we can't kind of come off strong. I just wanted to make sure you're still, you know, interested in the stuff we're doing.
2: Oh, um. It's
0: not super legal.
2: So I was going to look around the room and make sure that, like, everyone in the room should be in this room.
0: Uh, Do I roll for yeah, that? Yeah, no. You'll we'll notice. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, you don't need to notice if people are in the room or not. It seems like people are starting to filter out. Okay. Uh, but not everybody has left yet. Like Hunter is still holding a tray of mostly eaten muffins, still trying to like offer the last few to people who are leaving, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no. You can have have a fourth one. Have a fourth one." He's running after Vicky, who's like, uh, "No, please, <laughs> I don't want anyway,
2: Yeah, I had. I had three of them. I'm going to say, let's wait until we're more alone. And I'll just start uh, helping Hunter out the door. Thanks, Hunter. That was delicious. I had three. And, and I take one more. I'm going to take this one for the way home.
0: Yeah, again, he just doesn't (laughs) say anything. He's just really, really grinning.
2: Is this unusual? Like all this attention?
0: On you? Yeah. Yes.
2: Can I, like, what do, What does everyone's aur- auras look like?
0: Oh, you want to use your power?
2: Well, I just, like, I can just see their auras.
0: You will need to roll magic to do that.
2: All right, I want to see what colors they all are. Uh, will I fail again. Uh, I got a four, and then, let's see, with Hunter, that's a five. So, yeah, I fail for everything.
1: You are the ruler of failing.
3: Oh, yeah. Wait. So when they fail at that, does it mean it doesn't
0: work or that like the wrong things show up? So this time when you fail and take a point of experience.
2: Oh, I have. <laughs> your, your
0: vision gets a little bit hazy. And uh, it seems like the group in front of you has this sort of green aura that is making you very, very giddy. You're feeling their emotions kind of wash over you. But this time, they're positive ones. A feeling of excitement and elation settles in the pit of your stomach, and you feel like you're bouncing up and down, and you start to grin like just about as much as Hunter McGurk and Stuffins just was.
4: What's in the muffins? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
2: Thanks, Hunter. You're the best.
0: He gives you a thumbs up and runs out of the room. <laughs>
2: All right. I closed the door. Behind him, right? That was everyone?
0: Sure. Is everybody else in the group still in here? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe I'm actually out talking with Teresa and uh, Jonas is here, but some of the other people who joined the meeting.
0: Yeah, no. So uh, Caleb, as you walk out of the classroom, you see Teresa who is holding up at the door for you. Now in her human form, she's got uh, short Spiky red hair and just one ear piercing on her left ear. And she says, um, hey.
1: Oh. hey, I've got a question for That's, you. That's maybe don't Kevin. do that.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: Okay. <laughs> was that? Uh, All right. My question is why didn't we get a description of Teresa in wolf form?
0: I did give you a description of Teresa in wolf more.
1: form. <laughs> what is what that do you description? Mean?
0: Uh, half wolf. Everybody looks pretty similar as no, wolves. No,
1: very different wolves.
0: All very different. <laughs> yeah, from a wolf's perspective, sure. But from human man Kevin's perspective, they all kind of look like wolves. Mm, okay. <laughs> if you if you a wolf would like to describe what other wolves look like, I'll take
3: it as canon. Oh. Need some glasses for your mind's eye, there, Kevin.
1: Yeah, Kevin, glass eye. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, yeah, no, so when you do that little awoo, Teresa's like, yeah, maybe don't do that, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, who knows who's paying attention out here in this place.
0: Oh, I just meant because it makes you sound like a nerd, dude.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And she punches
0: you on the arm pretty hard.
1: Total nerd stuff. That's what I'm about. Ravenclaw. Anyhow, what house are you? (sighs)
2: She, we already know. We do. Yeah, she's in Slytherin.
1: Oh, you're in Slytherin. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh no, she's a Hufflepuff.
0: See, we oh, don't sure. know. Okay, see, now I don't. Re- I don't remember. See? Kevin doesn't even know. Yeah, sorry.
3: You, no. <laughs> you said yes so confidently. <laughs> yeah. yeah Teresa like, and Lydia all
0: are. I knew Hufflepuff. it wasn't. I knew it wasn't Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. So when you said Slytherin <laughs> very confidently, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that's you just exactly make, what I thought it up all it was. the time, and you just be like, yep. Uh,
1: next question. You're a Hufflepuff. What's that like? No, wait, give me a second here. Um, what year are you, Teresa? I've
0: definitely also told you that she's third Dang. year. Okay.
1: Man, you told us a lot of stuff. I guess I have to write this stuff down. You gotta pay attention. Um third this year.
2: You got a friend
1: named Lydia. I know that. They're both Hufflepuffs.
0: And they're both Wills. Yep.
1: Hufflepuff.
3: Yeah, you gotta either write stuff down or run a character
1: I'm imagining that in this scene you're
0: just, you've just kind of stood there for a really long time with your jaw slightly slack and not having anything to say I can say all those through great these, insightful comments through these questions and she's like you, you good dude I didn't even get a point of experience for that <laughs> you know what Take one point of experience for awkward twice? social encounter. Oh, come
5: on. I think like I deserve great. some for that. You didn't even roll.
3: Oh, you'll fail something soon enough. Freya,
0: Freya gets awkward social encounters like twice an episode. So you don't, that's too, you would be too powerful. No. So uh, Teresa says, yeah. So anyway, um, you want to h- hang out sometime?
1: Yeah, definitely. What are you into? I play Quidditch. You want to meet down on the pitch?
0: Oh, you want to you fly?
1: Yeah, I mean, I love flying.
0: Okay, uh, I'll probably beat you, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to let you go be awkward and read books. Uh, I'll meet you, let's say, Saturday after breakfast. We'll hang out on the pitch.
1: Caleb gives a thumbs up. Okay. okay. Wow, I'm surprised uh, she, she still t- wants to meet gives me you. gives a thumbs up back. <laughs> right. Yep. And then just
0: kind of takes a step back, and another one, and then turns around and walks away. Wow. You did great, Caleb.
1: That's how you people. You just do that. Sometimes you're a wolf, and sometimes you're a people, and people do things like that. Whatever.
0: Back in the room, Skylar, you are now uh, with the small group of folks, and uh, Jonas is looking at you, bubbling with delight. You, You all right?
2: I'm feeling really good about what we did. I still feel like we did some good. Did you read The Daily Prophet?
0: Yeah, we saw the news. Yeah. That's why we're all so excited. And like two of the other people in this group do a fist bump. Uh, One of them is like, yeah, I can't believe we got that much. We've been doing that for like months. No And we've way. gotten no, no recognition like we just did.
2: Okay. So um, only if you're comfortable. Um, I do know someone who is a reporter. Would you be interested in just talking about your experiences at Hogwarts and how wonderful it is to have, you know, different people come to Hogwarts and like how you're learning and just how important it is to have you here?
0: Do you so, you know, you're, you want us to talk to a reporter?
2: Yeah. So Janie works for the Daily Prophet. And so if you want to put in your own personal stories to share with the world, she might be able to make that happen, too, if you want even more press.
0: Uh, Jonas holds his hands up and he says, ah, just stop you right there. I, we've been trying to get an interview with them for months. We haven't heard a peep. So I, I don't know about all that. I don't think they're going to go for it. Well,
2: I think you'll have a better chance with Freya and I.
0: Well, if you think that they'll listen to to, to you guys, I mean, I guess that's fair.
2: Yeah, and then we can give you the voice. Like, we can give you the platform that you deserve.
0: I think you should roll convince.
2: Okay. Um, a f- five.
0: Jonas just says, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I've talked to enough reporters to you know they don't really care about what I have to say. If you want to talk to them, you should. But I don't think they'll just twist my words.
2: Then I'll say your words for you. Write write down what you want to be said, and I'll I'll they'll come out of my mouth.
0: Do you want to tell my story?
2: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Okay, uh, I could I could tell you about my mom. Yeah. And with that, Jonas starts describing a story about his mother, who was an indentured servant for a wealthy family many years ago. And actually, in fact, Jonas himself was born into slavery. And only through recent reforms did he become emancipated and freed from his servitude. His mother, however, just couldn't live a life where she wasn't a servant, and as a result, just kind of couldn't really acclimate to life outside. So she stayed, and she lived there until she died. Still a slave. And Jonas just says to you, look, we can't go back to that. My mother's memory is too important to me. You know, I didn't even really know her all that well. I I only knew her for the first few years of my life, and then I went to live with some other folks, so... Could you could you tell her story? Yes.
2: Can I give you a hug?
0: Yeah, he he actually just takes a step forward and uh, hugs you. Okay.
2: I give him a big hug.
5: Now roll hug magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna oh, fail Tyler this fails. one. No. <laughs>
0: Get another <laughs> experience point.
5: Do do I roll for that?
0: Yeah, you oh, totally. Dang.
2: Do. Don't fail. Don't is fail. Is it
0: a heart roll? Oh
5: well,
2: yeah, what role
0: is this? No! How could hug magic not be hard? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's gotta be hard. It's gotta be (laughs) hard. Well, I failed. I keep rolling a four. I keep rolling a three and a one. It's an awkward, bony hug. Like you accidentally put your hand on his ear or something, and it's like, it doesn't feel good. It's not a good hug. It's not. There's no way around it. It's just not a good hug. And That's you know okay, it, and he knows it. But like, <laughs> he, yeah, he he steps back at the end of the hug, and like, you share a knowing look for just a second. Like, we knew that was bad. It's like an awkward kiss on a first date, that, right. like, after it happens, you're like, oh, well, we're obviously not doing that anymore, right? Yeah. That's basically what just happened. But, but he uh, still ooh. nods to you, and he says, it means a lot to me that, that you're doing this, that you're giving us a platform.
2: Well, let's... Let's not celebrate until it actually happens. I am going to do this, but let's see if it goes through. I like to hope for the best, but prepare for the worst.
0: And now, a word from our wizard sponsors
3: It's the movie adaptation you've all been waiting for. Whoop, whoop. Whoop in a land far, far away.
2: No, Nico! How could you have come all this way without the one thing you needed to
4: bring?
3: (coughs) A place called Puerto Rico. Comes the thrilling true story. No! No! Of the dog who traveled 15,000 miles One day, I'll be strong like you, Nico To bring back Stay with me The one thing he needed to remember I
2: never needed it, Nico I just needed you It was you the whole time
3: (laughs) Bwah Nico from Puerto Rico and the Missing Chew Tool in Muggle Theater starting May 5th, rated PG-13.
0: Hi everybody, it's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. So, I just got out of an early screening of Nico from Puerto Rico, and let me tell you, I have some thoughts. Okay, so first off, I did literally think that CGI in this movie was really good, until somebody next to me told me they actually used a real dog. Wow. Um, so overall, 8 out of 10, I kind of thought it was weird when Thanos was in the post credit scene. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards? I want to thank each and every one of you for everything that you do for us. It really does mean so much. So please, please continue to talk about the show online and with your friends. Y'all sharing how much you like the show with your friends is really the best way for us to grow And every time I see those numbers go up, I just know you guys are all telling everyone how great the show is. It really does. It means so much to us. Uh, We are still putting out a lot of cool behind-the-scenes stuff on the Discord, usually around the time that new episodes drop. So if you haven't checked it out in a while or you haven't even joined yet, definitely come and check it out. Uh, We're talking about some different ideas, and we might even be running a giveaway at some point. So definitely keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. So, as always, I want to thank Tale Story for our awesome game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry. If you haven't tried it, please, please go check it out. This and other Powered by the Apocalypse-style RPGs are actually a great way to play games, especially for folks who are new to roleplay or who aren't super excited about games that are very number crunch heavy. Um, okay, that's about it for me this week. We will be back in two weeks in the new year on January 14th. And with that, let's get back to the show.
2: All right, we got a response from Janie. Caleb, show us the passageways and where we can where we can meet Janie, so we can meet meet with her and talk to her.
1: Uh, okay. So yeah, Caleb opens the map and says, "I solemnly swear I'm up to no good."
0: Uh, yeah. And the map reveals itself. So you looking at the map? know there are several secret passages in and out of Hogwarts. Only one of them goes directly to Hogsmeade. Cool.
2: Okay. I pull out that paper that Freya gave me earlier today and start writing. Dear Janie, let's meet in Diagon Alley. No, Hogsmeade. Behind, oh, right. Let's meet in Hogsmeade behind Honeydukes. Do you think Honeydukes is a good place?
5: Yeah, I think it's fine. It's right next to the, to the passage.
2: Okay. Uh, tomorrow night? Or should we do tonight? Let's do tomorrow night. Yeah, because we couldn't do it during lunch. We don't have that much time. We'd have to do it after class.
4: Is there a Quidditch game this weekend? Oh, you're probably playing, playing in Quidditch. We could go during the Quidditch game. Everyone would be distracted. That's a great idea. Yeah, uh, well, I guess Caleb would be on the Quidditch. Is Ravenclaw playing this weekend?
0: Uh, Let's say it's a game between Gryffindor and Slytherin, the only games that everybody goes to. <laughs> right sometimes
3: people go to games that are Gryffindor versus other
0: people that's true they go to the other Gryffindor <laughs> games <laughs> Um. or
4: we
5: could go you know tomorrow night sure I honestly think the the sooner the better so tomorrow night yeah I mean we'd have to sneak out but I sure I think this is worth it then I write that down tomorrow night at seven thirty.
2: that should give us enough time to get there
4: this seems so sketchy. Is Jenny gonna agree to this? Meet underage kids out back? Anyways, well, we'll do it. Let's do it.
5: Seems so sketchy.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> She's Have a reporter. She wants sketchy. to get the scoop.
2: Is there any other way that we could communicate with her? Oh, oh, I read about that. I use my. Once per day, I read about that to know if there's another way for her to communicate with us. Like how Sirius Black talked through the fire.
0: Kevin's <laughs> face. <laughs> I mean, I guess you you know about talking to people through fires, but you also don't like... No, I guess you know Janie's address because mm-hmm. it's on the letter. So I guess you could just try to put your head in a fire. Great. Oh, Sounds like Janie. it could go so poorly if you roll bad on the thing that
3: makes the fire not burn
0: your face. I don't think you have to roll for flu powder. Uh, yes. But do you have flu powder? Caleb has flu powder, doesn't he? Caleb!
1: (gasps) Oh, yeah. Caleb's got a bag of flu powder. I read about this.
2: Okay, so if you have flu powder, we can just, you know, stick her head in the fire and just talk to Janie. Then we don't have to sneak out of the school.
4: This is a much better plan. Because then we just have to make sure that the common room is empty.
2: Exactly. So we can all meet in the common room tonight. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so new plan.
4: Flu powder tonight. Let's meet I think we should still say tomorrow, just to be like polite on Janie's time. Oh, we're not even gonna tell her. Oh, no, I, guess we, should. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should. You're
3: just throwing the letter in the trash and going to do the fire instead.
2: <laughs> now we should let her know
3: I, I do like the
0: imagery of just balling the letter up and throwing it <laughs> in the trash patch though like what am I doing yeah
2: <laughs> no you're right we should probably warn her so she's ready
0: okay so you take the letter back out of the trash yeah it's all crumpled it. now
2: okay I scratch all those words <laughs> out and I, I write underneath we'll meet you, you don't
0: get a fresh
3: parchment at all just
2: no
0: <laughs> not well it's not it's not well scratched no, you can totally <laughs> yeah, still sure, read it yeah sure it's fine
2: i just write underneath clear and i underline read this one uh in like two scratch underlines and i say okay new plan we're meeting you tomorrow night via flu powder (laughs) (laughs) via flu powder to tell you everything that we want to tell you come come with information for us as well okay
0: The next day, the five of you, along with Vicky, are at the tail end of another arithmancy class, and Professor Fontaine asks all of you to hand in your homework. Now, now, no groaning. I know you've been getting a lot of homework, but I'm telling you, it's really important that you study hard in this class.
5: Frey like, takes out several folders and hands in the folders. What?
4: Uh, Allison hands in, like, two sheets of parchment. I don't know what the assignment was, but two sheets seems enough.
1: Professor, can I show you the spell that
0: I've been creating? Caleb, what have we talked about? You
1: have to do your research first. Caleb takes out a binder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Yes, please, show me. Right. Well, I thought for a while about giving feet to food and how it could be potentially dangerous. This binder represents my research on that. Caleb takes out a second binder. And (laughs) this research is my continued study of what happens when you digest transfigured objects. Caleb takes out another binder.
0: (laughs) A third binder. There's three binders. Okay. And well,
1: I've noticed that a lot of things can be transfigured into food. So I've, Figured out a way to extend my original spell. I call it Mega In Inlegin.
3: Mega Inlegin.
1: Whoa. Basically, it takes an object and transforms it into a food and puts legs on it, and then it transforms it back into the original object, but it has legs.
3: Wait, that seems like the long way around.
1: I call it Inlegio. I like Mega Inlegin better. Well, that's its nickname. Ha! <laughs>
3: So wait, can you describe again what it does? It turns the thing into food with feet, and then it turns
1: it back into the thing it was, but still with feet? Well, pretty much just puts feet on anything. It doesn't have to be food anymore. Right, But, but... it does have to go through an intermediate <laughs> stage where it is <laughs> like food. food. <laughs> it is food-like. There is a food, still, still a food, food
3: section.
0: There's a food, food, food component.
3: Moment during the spell. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I think Professor Fontaine... Looks down, picks up one of the binders and idly leafs through it and says, Caleb, while I appreciate uh, what appears to be an extensively researched project, I have to ask one very important question. Why? Oh, well, when objects
1: can carry themselves, then people won't have to carry things and they make useful servitors and this way they won't, you know, go rotten when we forget about them.
2: Plus, it helps people in need who can't move things on their own, Professor.
0: Yes, no, I understand. Excuse me, let me take one step back. I understand the value of a thing that can move itself. Don't get me wrong. I'm specifically talking about the food component. Oh,
1: well, uh, there are a number of advantages of food. It's particularly pliable. Also, it's nutritious. And if you needed to eat it, That would be helpful. I mean, imagine turning a couch into a giant watermelon. Then you could also eat it. I'd prefer not to. That's why I had to do the section of research on what happens when you eat transfigured objects. It turns out that with a sufficiently powerful idea, they don't return to their original form. So it wouldn't be like you're eating couch stuffing. It would be real (laughs) watermelon with legs.
3: So so wait, some of the older and legging stuff that we've eaten has just turned back
0: into stuff? You know, For
1: some reason like... the elegance spell is particularly
0: powerful. It's just got natural specifically impressive magic. I've seen it. There's a
3: chocolate bar we put legs on. He's still alive. He was at
0: a party the other day.
3: <laughs> Wait, he's alive? Okay.
0: Leo, what did I tell you about lying in class?
3: No, no, I'm telling the truth.
0: <laughs> I'm with Caleb on this
3: one. This seems like this seems like groundbreaking stuff.
0: I appreciate Caleb you taking the initiative to do something like this as um Well, unusual as it is, uh, but class, well, uh, I know all of you have been working very hard and this is actually a very good segue into the next thing that I wanted to talk about before class was over, which is, yes, at the end of the year, uh, you're going to have a final exam and it's going to be very challenging for all of you. So you definitely need to study for that. Absolutely important. But in addition to the final exam, uh, we're also going to have a bit of a group project. (gasps) So I need everyone to pair up. And this project will be, let us say, a little bit unique. Maybe not quite as unique as this. And she puts the binder down on Caleb's desk on top of the several other binders. You need to, uh, with all the knowledge you've accumulated throughout the year, come up with a truly unique bit of magic. Something that nobody has ever done before. And present it to the rest of the class. Any questions?
4: Who else is in the class with us? Just Vicky, right?
0: Just Vicky. Mm. Well, uh, if there are no other questions, um, why don't you try to figure out who your partners are going to be? And uh, class is otherwise dismissed.
4: Uh, Allison's going to look around and then be like, "Uh, Leo, do you want to be partners?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, sure. And like as you you say that, Viggy like had her hand up trying to get your attention, Allison. And it's like uh, starts and then just looks down to Jack.
5: Vicki, Vicky, do you wanna be partners?
0: Oh, Freya. Yeah, uh yeah, sure. That'd be that'd be great. Great.
2: That leaves us, Caleb.
1: Yeah, yeah. Skyler. We'd make a great team. Alright. And we don't have to in leg you or anything. No. We'll but with new but
2: let's high five and roll for it.
1: Yeah, we definitely high five.
2: Roll high five. <gasps> Finally a good roll. Eleven plus my bonuses.
1: Is it a body roll, right? So I succeed.
2: I succeed as well. I got a 12.
1: I got exactly a 10.
2: Great high five. It's one of those cool high five. Great high five.
1: Yeah, there's like a a resounding
0: echo.
2: Yeah. We do the one where you high five on top and then you swing low.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, even even Professor Fontaine is like, huh.
4: That's a good high
3: five. (laughs) Allison, do you have any ideas for our project?
4: I was kind of thinking, you know, the remember alls, they tell you if you've forgotten something but they don't tell you what you've forgotten.
3: Yeah that seems pretty pretty uh, useless for forgetful people in general. I'm not sure what the actual <laughs> utility of that object is.
4: Yeah so I don't know I was thinking of like you could find stuff. I, I don't know. That was just the vibe I was going for.
3: What about a spell that you can cast on your remember all that makes the remember all tell you what it is that you forgot. Right
4: because obviously it knows you forgot something.
3: Well, maybe maybe you don't need to remember all then.
0: That evening, as you all find yourselves back in Ravenclaw Tower, it's starting to get late. Uh, There's still a couple of kids sitting and doing homework uh, at one of the tables. But otherwise, most of the other Ravenclaws have filtered up to bed.
2: Skylar is sitting at one of the tables reading uh, from their arithmetic book. And just if you look really closely, they're just subtly uh, looking up as people go into their dorms.
5: Freya is sitting uh, in front of the fire with like a big cup of hot tea.
0: So uh, Dakota, who is sitting next to you doing homework, slams his book closed and says, well, I'm going to go to bed. Freya, you're really drinking tea at this hour
5: yeah i i put some dreamless sleep in this i'll be i'll be nice and sleepy in a few minutes
0: you're still doing that
5: yeah i am it's it's honestly been really nice
0: yeah no i get it um yeah just be careful i guess don't i don't know get addicted to that or whatever
5: (laughs) i'm not gonna get addicted to it i only put a few drops in my tea
0: yeah, but you've been doing it like every night, right?
5: I mean, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I guess just be careful.
5: I I will be. Thanks.
0: All right. Well, good night. Good night. And Dakota uh, makes his way up the winding circular staircase and uh, heads to bed. And at this point, the only Ravenclaws left in the common room are the five of you.
4: Ellison wakes up from where she was pretending to nap in the corner.
1: <laughs> Caleb barely looks up from his four textbooks that he has open on the desk in front of him.
0: All right. Wait, is Caleb attempting to read four books simultaneously, or is it like a you're going from one and then referencing another and then go like what are these four books? Two
1: of them are for arithmetic. One of them is for history. And then the last one is for potions, because we have to do actual potions now.
3: But are you reading them all at the same time?
1: Well, there's notes in all of them at the same time. And they're... Yeah, I'm I'm reading them all at the same time. It's what? Like you're,
3: it's like you're hacking, but you got two keyboards.
1: Like... <laughs> Four <laughs> keyboards, thank you.
4: I think it's just two people on one yeah, keyboard. I,
1: under- I understood that NCIS
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. reference. <laughs> no, that was two people on one keyboard. It's different.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, first, you know, we need to keep our ears open and kind of have someone looking out in case someone comes out of their dorm.
4: (sighs) Right. Yeah, I can do that. I can uh, be on the watch.
5: Yeah, I don't think I should actually be on watch. Yeah,
4: you should be with me talking. Yeah, you're going to have to talk. I'll just sit here and keep an eye on the doors and I'll be ready to stun anybody who walks in.
2: Well, I don't know if we should stun anyone. Maybe you just I'll be ready to set them on fire. Uh, Like give a code word and we'll
5: just stop what we're doing. (laughs) Please don't set anyone on fire. I'm not I'm kidding.
3: Those days are behind me.
0: It's on the board. That sign has more burns on it than it did last time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Caleb,
2: you have the flu powder?
0: Got
1: it right here. Flu powder, flu powder. Passing it over.
2: I throw some in the fire and I say the uh, Janie's address out loud.
0: You got to put your head in the fire.
2: Uh, does the fire turn green?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The fire turns green. <laughs> you don't need to roll magic for flu powder; it just works. Okay,
2: good. All right, Freya, c- come with me. Okay. I I kneel towards the fire. Come on, both of our heads can fit in this. It's a big fireplace. Sure.
5: I guess Freya sticks her head in the fire. Okay. Ready? One, two, three.
0: Uh, Your heads spin in a circle, make you uncomfortably dizzy. And then suddenly you find yourselves peering into Janie's apartment. Uh, You see, it's like a small flat. You're looking in what looks like a, a mixed kitchen, dining room, living room area. And Janie, who was sitting at a table nearby, turns with a start and says, oh, oh, you're here. And uh, walks over and uh, sits right in front of the fireplace. So... I got I got your message. Great. All
2: right. What do you got for us first?
0: What do I have for you? Mm-hmm. For, what do you mean?
2: About your investigative your your investigative crime recorder. What have you investigated on dairy or Doug?
0: Well, I I do have one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wanna I wanna caution you by saying this might not go anywhere because they've covered their tracks really well. So he's hosting an inauguration party for when he wins the election on an island off the coast of England. He's got some plans. Do you know the old wizard prison? They, they used to use this place Azkaban. Azkaban. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it hasn't been open for almost 15 years. It's been closed now. Mm-hmm. But that's his first plan is to reopen it. And with it, well, do you, know, do you know anything about the prison? Do you know what they used to do there?
5: No. Were there dementors there?
0: they used to be the guards for the prison. I He's going to reopen it.
5: I had a dream about and, that. <gasps>
2: and Freya has prophetic dreams.
0: I'm so, a pro- prophetic dreams?
5: I mean, I haven't had a dream in a while, but last year I had a dream about a dementor at at Azkaban.
0: Okay. Well, look, I mean, you're you're serious? You can really She turns to Skylar. This, this is a real like don't don't kid me. You're this is a re- you've really have prophecies in your dreams. I've never heard of a thing like that.
5: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of it's magics- not something that we've been. Yeah. Sorry. Go no, ahead. Go, you go ahead. It's not something that I've been told to share with a lot of people. Yeah. So that's off record.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah, sure. Well, what happened? What happened in the dream?
5: Well, there was a door hanging off the hinges and uh I felt sadness and emptiness and cold. And then a Dementor uh, attacked me.
0: And you were sure this was in Azkaban? Yeah. How do you know this was a prophetic dream? I mean... Could it have just been a nightmare?
5: A lot of my dreams have been prophetic. Yeah,
2: it's happened before. And, like, those things have come to fruition.
0: Normally, I, I would... Hesitate to believe you because, frankly, I've never heard of anything like that, but I have it on good authority that he's going to reopen the prison in a show of strength, I, I, I guess. But I also have it on a good authority that he's shipping in illegal dementors to do it, and he's doing all that well before he can enact any kind of policy or law to make it that he's allowed to.
5: How, how can he do that?
0: I mean, he's got a lot of money. I don't know. But the point is that it doesn't matter if we can get to the truth of it and break the story. Maybe we can do something about it. That's the power of the press.
2: Yeah. So speaking of the power of the press, are you interested in having either of us talk to you to publish since we're so closely
5: related to both campaigners?
0: About what? You, you want to tell me something about your parents?
5: Well, it's not – It's not that I have something like specific. I just, I disagree with their platform. And I was thinking that if, you know, members of their family came out and said that, their whole idea of being, you know, loving families and being family friendly is, will, will, you know, be shattered a bit.
2: Yes. Because, like, we we went to that thing you showed us where they were all gathering, and it was family and farms was their two main points. But we're here, and especially Freya, to say that. That's incorrect.
0: Okay, and so, uh, to end this episode, we're going to roll. I need you to roll convince, and if you successfully convince Janie right now... Do we both roll convince? Um... Well, I think you're both kind of making this argument. So why don't we just have you both roll and we'll take the better of yes. the two. Okay. So, yeah. And if you succeed, you will add to the doomsday clock.
1: In a good way.
0: Yes. So right now it's at minus. Freya, three. please tell
5: me that you <laughs> passed. <laughs> um, so I rolled an eight plus one. Yes.
0: Okay. So that's a mixed success. On a seven to nine, choose one. They need proof. They go along with it for now. They do it, but are now terrified of you, or you bribe them.
5: I think they go along with it for now.
0: Okay, yeah. And so Janie says, "Well, oh, you know, I, I don't know. This could be okay. This could be something. I don't know if this is a big story, but certainly I can take your words. I can bring them to my editor, and we can try to work something out.
2: Great. And I have... A story from a student at Hogwarts, Jonas, just about uh, about his mom and and then I'm going to retell Jonas's story to Jamie.
0: Well, you know, that's something that the publisher is probably not going to print.
2: Well, if you don't print that first, then I'm not going to tell you my big story about Dairy. So take it or leave it.
0: No, I'll write the story. I- I'm not saying I won't write the story. I'm just saying if I take this to my editor, he's not going to do anything about it. He's not going to print it. Look, I'll take this. I'll write it down. I'll put it in my back pocket and maybe if the winds change a little bit, we can do something with it later.
2: Janie, if this if this story works, like you said, if the winds change and then you publish it and it actually is good, I can compile a a bunch of stories from all different students at Hogwarts saying the same thing and all their stories to let people know what's going on and how important it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can bring me enough interesting stuff, we'll put it together. We'll put it in print. If I can get my editor to agree to it.
2: Done. I'll have it all okay. Well, to you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> t- tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's fast. Then maybe okay. you can print well, it
5: this weekend
0: maybe probably not but maybe all right well just get it back to me as soon as you can and we'll figure something out at that the two of you pull your heads back and with a sizzle and a pop uh, you find yourselves back in the Ravenclaw common room the flames turning back to their normal red color oh that sounds fun can I do it now